0: When you say I'm grateful for the joy, abundance, and love that finds me today, I'm open, I receive, I'm ready. Those three things can change your life on a daily basis.
1: It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life show. I'm Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and a paper, and get ready to learn. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Lena. I'm so excited to have you here um, to hear more about your story and, of course, your incredible work in the world. So welcome to the I Heart My Life show.
0: Thank you, Miss Emily. It's really good to be here. I got to tell you, when I saw the title of your show, "I Heart My Life," I'm all about that because I always tell—I love my life. Like I love living, and I love my life.
1: Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I not everyone can say that, so I'm curious to dive into how you were able to create a life that you love. So I know mm. that you have a really incredible story, and I'd love for you to take us back and share a little bit more about how you came to do the work that you do, but also how you became the person that you are today and the incredible business owner.
0: Mm, Thank you. It's such a long story. And that's why I wrote the book because I had to get it out of me so I could move on, right? I'm all about moving on. That's probably one of the biggest gifts I was given to myself is just to move on. And so the opposite of that would be to remain stuck. I don't believe in that at all. There is always a solution. It's whether or not you're brave enough or fearless enough because the fear is what stops so many people to take that first step forward or away. So I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because not everybody has this ingrained in them. My experience when I was a child and I had surgery and they lost me for a moment, if you will, that experience I've carried with me all my life. And I know I smile when I say the story because it's so easy for me. And I wish everybody would take from me when I share this, that it can be easy for you. You just have to choose to believe, right? So to encompass everything, why it is easy for me. When I went away for a moment in time and I was so happy, I was so, so happy that I, I was away. I didn't have to come back to this family. And uh, I don't remember like moving my mouth or anything like that talking. But I was just very grateful that I didn't have to go back. I was done. Because it was not the easiest family when I was little. And that's that's another story. But what happened in those moments or whatever the period was, someone from behind me put their hand on my shoulder. I feel it like I feel it right now from then. And I just remember. And it was a comforting, but it was a an alert. You know, it's like, okay. And the voice said to me, it was a male voice. Who it was, I can't say. It was a male voice, just very calm very calm, very loving voice. There was no urgency. There was no, it was just as a matter of fact feeling, right? And the voice said, you have to go back. No, I don't want to go back. And like, why the hell would anybody send me back there, right? And if, you have to go back, Lena, but I don't want to go back. And then it ended with, you have to go back because a lot of people are depending on you. Now, I was seven years old at the time. A lot of people are depending on you. But know that you're never alone. We will never leave you alone. We're always with you. And then I woke up. My hands were tied to the crib in the hospital. And I saw my mother and I thought, well, okay, at least it's mom. And then lots of things have happened since then. So I carry that with me. Because everyone, at one point or another, we feel like nobody understands us. You know, No matter if you're a teenager, your 20s or 30s or 60s. Nobody unders I don't feel that way anymore though because I understand me. That's the biggest gift you can have too, right? But when you get to a point where you feel like, you know, you've done your best and, and nobody understands or everybody's against you or they want you not really to succeed or they don't believe in you, I always know there are people there, or spirits or souls, or whatever. I don't have the answers to everything. I just know what I feel. And I know no matter what, I'm never alone. So I'm not afraid to be unmarried or move away or, or try something new because I don't feel alone. So I don't have the lonely syndrome, even if I can be alone for a long time, I don't feel it. I wish more people could carry that.
1: Yeah. And I know that um, in the information I read about you, you also said that that's given you a lot of confidence over the years. And I'm sure that that has played a part in what you've been able to create yeah. in your life. So I know we're going to talk about that today as well.
0: Yeah, that's another little thing I wish I could give to people from just like if there were no words, just the energy transfer so they can carry it because I don't fear. Okay, okay, I don't want to cross the street and there's a bus coming. I almost died in Australia when that happened. That's another story (laughs) because, you know, they go the opposite way and I look the wrong way. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) scariest, scariest moment of my life. that's People die there all the time, right? Anywhere where the roads were differently than ours. But anyway, I have so many things that spin through my head all the time. Sorry, what were we saying? Yeah, that it gave you confidence as well. That's right. Because when you, when you know, and and I have so many stories to share, but if you really feel or believe or experience something that shows you this isn't all that there is, this is a lot. Like I love life. Every day I wake up, I'm so grateful and I can do a, a whole session just on that. But knowing this isn't all we have then you shouldn't fear. Like, I wish I could take away the fear from people. Uh, you shouldn't fear trying something different, trying something for yourself against whatever people believe. Oh my God, if I had a nickel for every person who said negative things when I got involved with professional body sugaring 31 years ago, I wouldn't be the multi-million dollar owner of this international business. I wouldn't be. I would have quit when people told me to quit, including bankers, right? But if you know it's just a journey and everything you do in every day it doesn't have to be grand, but everything you do, if it feels right, it's a good place for you to be. Just keep going. And if it feels wrong, you feel it. it. Doesn't matter what anybody else says. That's your go-to. It's really as simple as that because the journey is different for everyone, but the journey can be felt really well for every, like a really feel good journey for everyone. You know, there's, there's really great moments in everything we do all day long, if you're open to it, if you're open to receive, if you're ready, right? So true.
1: Yeah, we always talk about with our clients that oftentimes we're following our fears instead of our desires. And then we wonder why we're not happy and why we don't have the life that we want. So I love how you described that as well.
0: But it's that simple. Listen, I know there's a bazillion more so today. There's a bazillion people who say they're gurus. I'll never the only thing I'm a guru at is professional sugaring because it's in my it's in my veins, in my blood. And and it's that's it's another such a great story. But I, I feel like what's there to fear? I know you're looking at me going, but I'm serious. Why? Like I would fear more not trying because I would oh, what could have been? Yeah. I don't generally have that in my life because I generally try everything. The only thing that's different with me today than it was before is I'm a little bit more prudent, but I listen to my instincts much more than I ever did before. Because I know the sooner I listen to them and behave in the the way according to what I'm feeling, the faster I get through
1: it and move on with less damage. And that's a good thing. Yeah. you know, Because
0: with every risk, you know.
1: Yeah. So I know one of the things that, um, I've heard about you is that you were taught or told rather to marry a millionaire, but you decided to become one instead,
0: which I, I love guys, women. Please, if there's one thing you could do for yourselves in this one lifetime, this, this one journey we have here, I don't know if there's more journeys, but here your journey here right now is look to make yourself happy. Don't look for a man to make you happy because that alone will make your journey so much more worthy. Because if I had a nickel again, I'd be a millionaire another way. I've had so many nickels if I could (laughs) collect them. For everybody I know who married for money, or everybody, including my grandmother when I was a child and marry a millionaire, and thank God, way ahead of her time, my gay cousin, which nobody knew until she was much older, said to me, don't marry a millionaire, make your own million, right? And if I shared my stories, which I might have, I think, in my I think I did, uh, the many times I had opportunity to marry millions or to be involved, you know, involved with a millionaire that would set me up for life and my son and whatever. I mean, all these were given. You know, when you're young and and cute, you know, people want to give you everything, right? And use you and abuse you at the end of the day. They're not doing it for you in the end. It's serving their pleasures to do it for you. So I prefer I prefer, like every night I put myself to bed, I thank the universe for the safety and comfort of my bed. And yes, my bed is a solo bed, but man, am I comfortable? (laughs) I sleep. If I have a headache, I really do have a headache, you know, and I just take something for it. (laughs) So funny.
1: Yeah, I know. I agree. I remember when I was growing up, my grandparents had this pillow and it was my grandma's and it said... He makes it. I spend it. And I remember reading that, and I was like, <laughs> That's "Interesting, funny, actually." Your grandmother had that, yeah. <laughs> that um, and she funny. never worked, you know, outside of the home, and so and neither did my mom. But my mom always instilled in us, you know, a desire to pursue our purpose and to, you know, live our best life, and that meant financially as well. So I'm curious to know.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. What were your first steps to building this empire? What did that journey look like?
0: Okay. So it happened because of a car accident. I won't tell you the story about that. I had literally $10,000 to my name. And that was a lot back then because I'm a spender. I make it. I spend it. I enjoy it. (laughs) But But what happened is that because of that car accident, and it was a no fault, it was like a black zone, 1991 in Canada, in Ontario, from January 1st to January 31st, they had what they call the black zone of insurance. Otherwise, I would have made hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was such a bad accident. But there was a no fault black zone. You couldn't sue. Mm. So they just gave me some wage replacement. And, you know, when you say, um, I'm grateful for the joy, abundance and love that finds me today, I'm open. I receive, I'm ready. Those three things can change your life on a daily basis. Because if you're not open, you can't receive. And if you receive and not ready, it's in vain. So you got to be open to receive and ready to use it, right? And I live by that. And I've lived by everything for so long. Because when I woke up in the morning, so I was in the hospital for a while, and then I went home and I was bedridden. So it was a click of the TV. Thank God we had clickers because if it had been 10 years earlier, there were no clickers. So I was able to click the TV on and I clicked twice. And it was a yellow caption at the bottom. that said, Women Inventors. And I thought, oh, now I'm in my bed healing my kidneys so that I don't have to have sur- surgery. And and my spleen, it was a, and all my ribs were either fractured or broken, right? It was wow. a mess. My hair was so matted because I couldn't wash it. It had been like already four or five weeks. It was a mess. So I clicked. Because I cried the night before. I literally cried myself to sleep, praying for an answer. Was I going to heal? How was I going to take care of my son? I think he was like seven years old, six years old then. And, um, you know, what was going to happen to me? Because I wasn't married. I was married six years out of my whole life. <laughs> so I was single, raising my son, and I cried myself to sleep. And I clicked the TV, as I said, and I saw that caption. I said, oh, what's going on here? Miss Vicky Chips was the first one. I love sharing her story because she also made it against all odds, and God bless her. And then came someone who was showing this hair removal using sugar. Okay? That's where the original person who brought this to market for North America was in Canada, in Toronto. She's Canadian, and her husband was somewhat Middle Eastern, and then she went to visit his country and saw this and brought it back. She made it to the Deanie Petty Show. And that's what I'm watching. I would never wax because like I had friends who wax and talked. Okay, back then, okay, it's legal now. But back then, everybody did it more than they'd probably do it today. I didn't though because my mind doesn't work well with that stuff. So, so, but anyway, they would say, you know, they'd have to take a talk to go get wax. Of course, you guys are crazy. Like it must be so painful that you got to numb yourself, right? So I'm watching this and all I hear is it's not painful like wax. It's not painful like wax. Remember, I went to bed praying for an answer. Millions of people saw this show including me, one of millions, right? And the show was over. I swear to God this happened. That's why I hope one day through six, what's the six degrees of separation, the woman at 411, I don't know if there is a 411 today, but there really was a 411 back then. I called, the show was over. I didn't take down the name. It's not like I had a notepad there. I didn't take down the name. Uh, where they're located. I just know that Dini Petty shows uh, Petty's in Toronto. So I called 411 and I was really speaking as fast as I am right now. You can't get off the phone and I'm crying. You got to help me. I'm looking for something that's in Toronto. Okay. But then relax. I, I'm here for you. 15 minutes later, I said, it has, it's hair removal. It uses sugar. It's somewhere in Toronto. She found this company at uh, very close to where I used to live in Toronto. So I knew the area and I just, I was so grateful. I called the company, the owner, because this was like a was at the show at the time when I called. So there was a girl that answered her reception or whatever, answered the phone. And I said to her, I really need to speak with the owner. I think I have a really great um, offer that I can really push this for them and so on. Because I was doing some other things in the past. And so that's the beginning of the story of me being who I am today. Everything has changed. Because they introduced me to this, it was actually the husband who came down and helped me to get a loan because he was the financier. And, and, you know, we got a small loan, just started me slowly. I became a distributor in here and I took a distributor. And then this was in 91. And in 95, a week after I had my first daughter, um, I was given an opportunity to buy out this small company. They, they had some big problems. You know, if you're greedy, you cannot grow. What I've done with this, which has changed hair removal worldwide, like I will, I am being immortalized right now, actually. Malady, the Bible textbook of teaching aesthetics and cosmetology in North America, they're around the world, but really strong. I'm the person going into their new book for professional wow. body sugaring. Congratulations. It's a big deal. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Do you want to up-level every area of your life? Do you want to achieve more success, joy, and abundance? If so, head on over to IHeartMyLife.com slash go and check out everything we have going on to support you in creating a life that's better than your dreams.
0: So the thing is, I was open, right? I prayed. I was open to receive and I was ready. I took action. I taped my whole body real tight because I couldn't get out of bed yet. And a week later, I drove to Toronto. I bought a car, drove to Toronto and uh, had the meeting. That it, That's all explained also in the book because I knew nothing about hair removal. I was a shaver. So I took a friend from Toronto who's like the straightest shooter you'll ever meet. You want the truth, you go to her. You don't want the truth, you don't say a word. And that's what I love about her. And uh, so I took her with me and she looked at me. After they did it on her, she said, Lee, you got to effing do this. And I've never ever, and, and I just one day at a time, like the story, it's really a lot of people who are successful have a similar story. There, there is like, there is no shortcut to this kind of success. It's a sustainable success. It's not here today, gone tomorrow, which everybody said would be, but I made it here to stay into the next generations. And now. Everybody who's a distributor of mine, including myself now in my company, we're all grooming some of our children to take over because it's very strong. I'm so, that's why I'm so happy. That's why I love my life because I worked for it and I created it and uh, I didn't give up. Could have given up a lot of times when I didn't have, you know, food to my mouth. I gave it to the children. I lived through all that.
1: Mm. Yeah. So amazing. So yeah, I'm curious to know, did you have business experience before that? Or were you learning everything, you know, not only about the industry, but just running a business in general? Were you learning as you went along?
0: Yeah, very, very, very much so. And still learning today. And I learn more sometimes through my daughters, who's uh, the one is in her uh, MBA right now, but she works full time too. So she's a PMBA. And uh, I learned through everyone. I think you're always learning. So. Don't let that fear stop you. Oh, I don't know what to do. The easiest thing you can do to grow a business is this. Communicate clearly. Bullshit baffles the brain. You want people to understand you? Say it straight. They don't like it. You can't please everyone. But at least your conscience is clear. You're communicating clearly. Yeah, that's how you grow. There's nothing... Can be okay. There's social media and everything today, but that can be here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't do TikTok because I'm told as soon as you do it, and you take a break, you go crash that. I don't need that stress, <laughs> so I find other ways to do it. <laughs> so much stress for me. Love I don't it. know what you guys are doing out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know that one of the sort of mantras you live by is that there's no time like the present, and that it's just important to continue to move forward. And it's not necessarily going to be perfect. It's probably not going to be perfect, <laughs> um, but okay. there's no point. In Learn from it. Learn from it.
0: Yeah. You know, what's the, the worst thing? I think the other gift I have is, um, when I say gift, it's more like ingrained, you know, like I know I'm not alone. I know this is a journey. That's why I want to enjoy. It's not you can't enjoy every single moment because that would be, uh, that would be heaven on earth, right? <laughs> that would be nice too. And, uh, but I, I feel like why not just try? Why not? If you can laugh at yourself, then nobody Nobody can embarrass you. We feel embarrassed because we allow that feeling inside. We feel it, right? So if you're comfortable with who you are and something happens and somebody laughs at you and it really was something you did that's kind of off-color or off-guarded or whatever, laugh. Like, yeah, that was kind of silly, right? (laughs) I'll try not to do that again. So what? Move on. Because the sooner you let it go, the sooner you can move on. You cannot move on if you carry everything with you because it's going to get heavier and heavier, and then you're going to go into somebody else's world, and that drama is going to go into their drama. Oh, my God. Life doesn't have to be that way at all. You always have a choice Mm. every single day. That's why every day is a gift. It's a new gift. Wow. We're so lucky.
1: Love it. So in terms of building a product-based business, what are some of the tips you can give people listening if they're interested in diving into that?
0: First and foremost, do you love it? Do you experience what it's supposed to do for you? Doesn't matter what the item is. If not, I would never buy it from you because I will feel the energy. It's easy for me to do everything I do because people feel it because I'm speaking there. I know, I know. How great what we do is like so, so, so much. So it's easy, but why can't everybody do that? I think if you don't believe it, feel it, own it, how can you share that information? That's that clear communication again. Okay. Again, with all the fake stuff online today, you might fake it. And you might make millions. So I'm calling a spade a spade here. You might make millions. You'll be here today, gone tomorrow, but you've made a pile of money. If you're okay with that, I won't judge it because people are, are, are accepting it. I'm a very discerning consumer, right? I will investigate everything and I will be like this to go find the truth. But most people take things for face value. And that's why these companies can be there. But it depends on what you want. There, you know, there's a place for everything. I, for me, integrity is everything. When I rest my head, I mean it when I say, wow, well, my, my mind is clear and I'm grateful for the comfort and safety of my bed because not everybody has that. It's the greatest feeling in the world to feel right in your body, in your mind, in your soul. I can't live for me. It's just for me. I can't live without that.
1: Mm. And when it comes to the challenges that you experienced over the years, because um, I'm sure there were some, what were some of the greatest ones and how did you move past that?
0: Yeah, there was so many.
1: One of the most
0: old challenges people can talk about is not having the money daily to keep growing the business, right? Because um, that can happen for a lot of reasons. It can happen through mismanagement. I was learning. <laughs> I said I was a spendthrift. It can happen through things happening in your company where, you know, and that happened to me. It was like a almost like a mini coup. <laughs> and uh I I lived through that. Um but let me get to something that will resonate more with everyone here. So, okay, we're talking about product development. There was a time, I do have a lot of my stories in, in the book, and I'm not trying to say that just like by the book, it's just that there's so many stories. Yeah. But the one that comes to mind that is about ethics and I'm sharing it with you and you'll see because I can't hide it, um, is when I had a company that I really worked with in Canada. No names, right? No names mentioned. This is a very long time ago as well. And I gave my heart to them. Like, I mean, we really worked with them and I brought them to educator status and everything. And uh they uh decided to underhand the whole situation and got somebody to produce their own products to use all my teachings and go forward. Okay, I didn't have the money. It's one thing to own patents and trademarks and everything, but it costs you 10 times more than it'll ever cost you to register those things to protect it. And I'll tell you right now, everyone who's out there wanting, just don't say anything if you want to start something and make sure you're fully protected before you even take it to market. And that includes your friends and family because somebody's going to have a loose tongue somewhere and it'll destroy everything. So, what happened is, uh, you know, life went on, just life went on, and I continued to grow. But then when I heard, and I had been in the States by then, and, you know, it, it was maybe like 10, 15 years later, I heard through the grapevine that they were trying to come to the U.S., and I thought, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let me see. And I went online, and they didn't register their trademark, and so I took it. And I did what I had to do to make sure it's all legal because I won't do something that's not legal. And it was all legal, ethically wrong on all levels, but I only did it to protect my company from the damages they created 15 years before to happen again. And I didn't use it, like I didn't use it to underhand their sales or, you know, I just did it to reserve it. And it worked for quite some time. And then eventually, they ended up paying for the trademark. And I just let go of it because that, that that's near the end of the book. It was me reconciling with my own ethics. And I just wanted to feel good, the mm-hmm. relief of it. Yeah, And we were quite strong by then. And I wasn't concerned anymore. If they come, if they don't come, it's a, it's life.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned yeah. financial challenges as well. And I know that's probably of interest to people. So can you yeah. talk a little bit about, like you said, there was, there was some, maybe some overspending and mismanagement of money. What were some of the challenges and like, what was the time frame for you becoming financially successful? Because I think a lot of people expect it to happen overnight and right. that's not the case. No. And you have to be willing to do what you have to do to
0: bring food to your table, whatever your circumstances in life. Um, I would say, you know, going back 31 years, I think the first year I made well over 100000 Back then that was a lot of money. You'd never know it because it was gone just as fast as it came because it was like, oh my God, money. You know, I want to buy this and I want to buy those. Yeah. Okay. Take my friends out. But the first thing you have to do is even if you don't have experience, you need to hire someone to be your accounting manager, even if they're just considered like a bookkeeper you need someone to manage your finances and you need them to be completely honest with you. So you have to give them that freedom and not get offended, right? Mm-hmm. Um And then I would say, do your forecasting and save your money for the rainy day. Like you you can't go willy-nilly just because money's coming in today because it may not come in tomorrow or next month or next year. So look at your development. Like I, I, I look at things so differently now when I bring on a new product, which we're doing a few new ones this year off, off companies I've, I'm I'm developing. it's uh, It's all about the marketing. It's all about the branding. And it's a lot easier today. In a way, it's easier today because of social media than it was 30 years ago. But 30 years ago, there was more of this face-to-face and nothing will ever beat that. But you'll never grow as fast with just that as you can online on social media so all i can say when it comes to the money is uh save it more than you spend it give yourself 3 years you're not going to make it in the first year where it's secured 3 years you're you're on your way you're you're doing well you're becoming stable 5 years you have uh, a stronger company you're more stable Ten years, you can say you're building a sustainable business. So it depends on what you want. There's nothing wrong with short term plans. You know, they're here today, gone tomorrow can take you to another level after, you know, just save your money and do something else. There's so many ways like women, ladies, girls, I'm telling you, you know, you just have to apply yourself. But being a business owner is not for everyone. Please know that you have to know who you are. Are you willing to sacrifice because sometimes you have to sacrifice it all to get to the next level? Are you willing to not be able to join your friends when you'd love to join them? You know, there's sacrifices to everything. What are you willing to sacrifice and what are you not willing? I always tell everyone who wants to become an educator in, in our company, what are you capable of giving and what are you willing to give? You have to know those two things. You know, you might be capable of doing that, but you're not willing to do that. You have to know yourself better. And there's nothing wrong with working for people and doing side investments. Like there's so, so many ways for you to be independent and not have to depend on a significant other, because they can also be here today and gone tomorrow. So what are you going to do if they're gone? Yeah. Right.
1: And in those moments of challenge, what did you tap into? Um, or what was your mindset in order to make sure you kept going?
0: It's a very good question. Uh, one, I manifest. So
1: before the word ever
0: existed the way it does today, I, I was that kind of person. Before the secret ever came out, I was doing that. So because I can picture where I want to be and really taste every entity of that vision. Like I, I feel it so much that I don't even want to come out of it sometimes because it it's really powerful. So that's, that's something because that, that drive, that inner core where you see and feel what you want to be like, what you want to, you know, your whole lifestyle, whatever it is. You're manifesting if you want. That becomes internal motivation. Like it's in you. So it's not just like looking at a pretty picture. No, you're feeling it. Once you have that feeling, you become the, the scenario of the I can. Oh, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Only today. Only today. I only focus today. I don't know how many times through the hard times, I literally lived one day at a time, whatever positive I could do that day, pennies, take it to the bank, uh, make something for my son, makes him feel good. Whatever I could do that day for joy, before I laid my head down, I did. Because every time I woke up, that's where your show title, I love so much, I would say, I am so happy to be here. I love my life. What can I do today? I get another chance today, because if you live it one day at a time, it's less burdening on you. It's less like there's no cloud because you're not, oh my God, I can't. There's so many, you know, next week I'm going to be. No, only today. You'll be amazed at how far you can go one day at a time.
1: Oh, thank you for that reminder. I swear to God. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. And where did you get that mindset? You know, you said you were manifesting (laughs) before anyone else. AA. AA? (laughs) AA.
0: I thank God rest father. I thank my father all the time. If it wasn't for me supporting you at AA when I was a kid, um, I wouldn't have learned to really live one day at a time. Cause that's all that can we go? I don't know. That's next oh week. My we'll gosh. I only live for today.
1: Talk <laughs> about a silver and, lining. And also that's
0: why I tell people I forget names because you only introduce the first names, right? The whole <laughs> like, and I supported him. I was 11 years old when I started supporting with my mom, we would go every week. And, um, but he quit drinking. Mm. One day at a time, you know, and, and the prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. So as simple, you know, when I was saying earlier, everybody's a everybody's a guru, it's not complicated. You don't need to buy, you know, a, a bookshelf full of, of how-tos. It's so simple. It would take me maybe maximum 10 pages and that's all you need. That's all you need. You don't need a book. Just maybe even I could do it on two pages. Just follow these things for yourself. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Try it. And then the other one is how to declutter your mind, right? That's really a big one for me because when you have so many different as as women, you know, children, parents, aging parents, I'm becoming one of them, aging parents. My mother's so cute. You got to see her on my social media. She's amazing. I'll take a look. And uh you know, and then your, your business you're trying to do, or maybe you have a significant other and all these, and then you have all this baggage. How do you get rid of the baggage? How can, remember we we're saying here, how can you move forward if you're only concerned? Like if you, if you can't let go of things, right? So, so, so easy. Cause I, you know, we've all done, I think we've all done things we wish we hadn't in the past, whatever. You can let it burden you or you can just let go. So how, how do I let go? I'm just going to tell you real quick. It's like, just like I have now, my staff they go like this, right? <laughs> they hold up a sign, nope. I say, oh, I got it, nope, and they walk away, no, and that they no sign, but that just means nope, they don't want to hear it because I've always got ideas going. So now I got a big burner, big, big, big chef burner front size, all kinds of ideas, and sometimes they get to move to the side and maybe come out. We do something like two hours this year. It's the same with all the crazy. Things, memories or painful ones or, it, you know, anxiety comes on so many different levels. Maybe you really loved someone and you can't get over the pain, whatever it is, whatever. So you did something you're so shamed and, you know, and you can't forgive yourself, right? That's the other one, big forgiveness. So what I tell people, and I've helped a few of my friends, it's not like we can just, you know, we, we can't, well, maybe we can get hypnotized, but I just say like, open up a door and put it in there. You're not, you're not saying you never want to deal with it you know, but open up a door, close the door for for now, just for now. And think of something else that can better occupy your time in this moment and what you can do. If you ever want to feel shame, guilt, hurt, pain, just open up the door. It'll flood. You know, which one do you want? Which which one do you want to come take over your brain? Because we have control. We don't understand that we have control because what's gone is like a dream, literally like a dream. I had a wicked dream last night. Thank God it was a dream. It was really bad. We won't go. It was so bad. I told my daughter this morning. She goes, did you watch them? Well, no, I didn't even watch TV last night. But that's just it. It's like a dream. It's not real. Like, this is real right now. You and I. That's as real as it gets. Right? It doesn't matter. Like, there's so simple ways. I know I'm not saying anything, you know, rocket scientific, but they work. And And it's all from here everything so I can't wait to learn more. I I just wanna I wanna be a student of life. I want to be a student of who the hell, what the hell are we? Because it's like amazing. (laughs) Oh
1: I love your energy. And yeah, these are you know we're not about rocket science here. We're about everyday reminders that can support us in feeling more joy, creating more success, living life to the fullest. So this is incredibly welcomed information. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. I'd love to know more about the book. I know it's part memoir. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and where people can find it?
0: Right now, it's still available on Amazon and on my website called linakennedy.com. So it's really a funny story because I've been saying, is everywhere I go, people say, oh, how did you get started over the last 30 years with body sugaring, right? Because I, literally we're in like four continents. We're, it's, I've been so blessed to travel the world doing something I love. It's like crazy. But so everybody in all languages, how did you get started? How did, and I'd always say to my daughter, I I gotta write a book. I gotta write a book. And I knew I would write a book, but I wasn't thinking just about business when I was much younger from what I went through with child abuse, sexual abuse, and all that stuff. And then when you go back to the messaging, a lot of people depend on you. I'm like, okay, this is bigger than my emotions. I gotta connect more, right? So in the end, I kept telling people whenever I was a speaker somewhere, I'm going to write a book. Oh, when's it got, well, I'm going to, years later, my dad said, you got to do this thing. So I did. And I decided to start from the beginning. So literally started from my first memory is when, before I could walk. I, I have such clear, clear, clear memories of being a child. And I decided to, you know, for people to understand How I got to where I am, the person I am, they need to know the whole me. And so I, it's a very, very, very straight talking book, very open. I've had people say they've cried, they've laughed, they've stayed up all night because they wanted to know what was happening on the next chapter because things change so fast. And that is life. Things can change fast if you're not happy where you are and you're willing to move forward. That's the whole thing. That's why my whole book will show you exactly what I did to get to where I am and to where I still have to go Amazing! And looking forward to go.
1: Oh, so incredible. Yeah. Thank you for writing it. So the final mm-hmm. question we ask all of our guests here in the I Heart My Life show is what is one way people can create a life that far exceeds their expectations and is better than their dreams?
0: Better than their dreams. Oh, that, that would be an interesting one because I find that the only thing that can be better than a dream is in the moment when you feel pure joy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter for what reason there is. Cause when you understand that the dreams are just things to get to reach, you know, and you get there and it's never quite as enticing as you had expected. But the feeling of pure joy, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't put a price on that and you can gain that anywhere. At any moment, any time, it could be the smallest or grandest, it doesn't matter. When you have that centered joy, nothing beats that. But to get there, I would, um, Oh, um I have so much inside. I think the most important thing you could do for yourself here today is to look at your day, look at yourself and be the best person, the best soul you can be because you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong when you do the thing that's right. It's nothing beats that feeling. I can just say, give that a try. Everything else is just a game. It's like a game of games. Yeah. You know, I love luxuries. So I'm going to keep doing things because I want to build this house I've had in my head for forever and I'm going to enjoy it because it helps old people get old better. Mm. That's what I'm creating for myself. And, uh, but you can have the joy like, right here, right now, anywhere. You be amazed if you're open, open to receive.
1: Well, thank you so much. I've loved this conversation. I'm going to play it back and listen to it. So many golden thank nuggets. You. I'm so grateful for you and not just for all the, you know, sugar queen work that you do in the world, but just for the light that you bring and all of this wisdom you. Um, that, you know, you've obviously gained over the years, but I feel like it's just so beautifully spoken and you break it down and make it so simple. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life Show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag I My Life Show